Today we're up to Mizmor number 60. Sorry, I lost my voice a little bit because of the uh, Chatanim. Oh, Bokar Tov, good morning, good morning. So we are on Mizmor 60, we're back. And we're not going to miss another day for the rest of time. Okay. We're going to be Bezrat Hashem, very consistent. Now, the thing with this Mizmor, Mizmor 60, Mizmor Samech, is that it can be interpreted in two completely opposite ways. And it's very hard to determine which one is correct. They can't both be right, but it's also hard to tell which one is right. In one case, this Mizmor is a song of praise. And it's a, it's a song of praise in the wake of military victory. And it opens up with a discussion of the difficult times we once had, but how Borei Olam saved us in those times. And then it's ultimately a, a, a grateful mizmor, a happy mizmor, a positive mizmor. Now there's an opposite interpretation, which is this is a mizmor that's in distress. It's a mizmor that was being said while we were losing a battle. And it's more of a, of a crying out mizmor, mizmor of why are you doing this to us? We are losing, please help us. There face. was once a time when you used to help us, why aren't you helping us anymore? Okay, so th- this translation in their introduction says it's a mizmor of, of thanksgiving in the wake of military victory, but you could very easily say that it's a mizmor of uh, crying out in distress during a military setback. Okay, now as for the backdrop, let's read the first pesukim, two pesukim give us the backdrop of the mizmor. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> Okay, for the chief musician, I'm not saying we've seen that enough. Al Shushan Aidut, according to the Ibn Ezra, is a kind of instrument. Usually, it's an instrument. Okay. So it's a kind of instrument called a Shushan Aidut. Yes. Uh, here, they translate it as Shushan Edut in English, so they transliterate yes, 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 it, yes, which means sure. that they also don't know what it means. Okay, Mikhtam. <laughs> we said we've seen the word Mikhtam the past three four morim and a type of instruction, le David lilamid for David to teach. Uh, the point being, in many of the Mifarshim, that, that David wanted this Mizmor to be taught to other people and to be spread around so by the Levine. So they can use it. So that the other people could take the message home from it. Pasuk Bet. When he contended with Aram Naharaim and Aram Tsova, uh, Aram Naharaim would be an enemy of Am Israel. Uh, Aram Tsova would be probably the modern day Syria. Right, because Aram Sova is, is Nothing has changed. Yeah. Vayashov <laughs> Yoav, and Yoav returned. Vayachet Edom Begemelach, and Yoav also struck down Edom in the, uh, what's it called, the Valley of Salt, salt. which would probably be in the Yama Melach area. Yes. Where, where else is there a, de- a depression in the land, a, a valley kind of thing? And there's salt, so that would be Yama Melach. Shinem Asar El Aleph, and he struck down 12,000 men. Okay, so again, this is at a time when Am Yisrael was at war with Aram Naharaim, Aram Tsova, and Edom at the same time. Now, where do we see that David Amelech was at war with Edom, Aram Tsova, Aram Naharaim? Where do we see David at, at war with Aram? So you could look both in chapter 8 of Shemuel Bet, and in chapter 10 of Shemuel Bet, it gives us a larger description of that battle. Yes, uh... Ironically, <laughs> this battle of 
Aram Naharaim, Aram Sova, for your information, is also the battle at which David stays back. Yes, which and was sees Batsheva yes, uh, bathing has- on the roof. Yeah, okay? yeah. So uh, it's an interesting thing. But th- that battle went well, anyways. It's not like that battle was a failure. But what's interesting also is if that is the battle that's being discussed in this Mizmor, then we know that there were, there were parts of the battle which were more of a struggle. Because unlike the wars, let's say, in the book of Yehoshua, he was in one, which he was, Am Yisrael went and we no death in Yericho, you know, he just won the war very easily. At one point, David says to Yoav, please send Uriah Chiti to the place of the battle where it's difficult so that he gets cut down. And then not only did Uriah get cut down, but many other people of Am Yisrael got killed. So meaning, we're in a war in which it may actually make sense that this is the backdrop for this Mizmor because in a war in which it was a difficult war, we know that Jews were dying in that war. It wasn't a purely miraculous war. And uh, that, that could be the backdrop of the Mizmor. That seems to be what it's saying here and what the Mepharshim refer to uh, when they describe what's being referred to in this, pas- in this Pasuk. Now, what does the word Behat Soto mean? Pasuk Bet. Behat Soto at Aram Naharaim. When he was contending with or fighting Aram Naharaim. So there are two psukim in the Torah which tell us what this word means. If you look in the word behat soto, there is something interesting in the tzadi. What do you have in the tzadi? You have an, a dagesh. Yes. Okay, that dar is called a dagesh. Which that word usually that, you don't see it in a... So, so what, you, what happens is any, in very many shorashim, very many words, that they have in one of the forms, they lose a letter. For example, in this word... Uh, there is a letter missing. The letter will be replaced by a dagesh in one of the other letters. Okay? So here, the, the tzadi has a dagesh. It's replacing the letter nun. Now, how do I know that? Because if you look at other places in the Torah, there's another word that means to fight with. And, it's and to fight. It has a nun. That's the word nitzim. Nitzim is the word that we see when so Moshe Rabbeinu... In, in theory, it should be behan soto. Behan soto. Okay? Now, because it's difficult to say, so the nun gets swallowed up and it converts into a dagesh in the tzadi. Okay? So it becomes behat soto with a strong tzadi. Now, the word nitzim is seen in the fight between the two Jews when Moshe Rabbeinu leaves the palace of Paro and he sees shnei anashim ivrim nitzim. Yes. So he sees two Jewish people that they're fighting. And there the word is nitzim. Okay? There's another place in the Torah where the word is used without a nun. That's asher hitsu al Moshe al aharon korach al adonai. When it's describing the people of Korach's rebellion, that they were hitsu, with, again with the strong dagesh in the, in the tzadi, against Moshe and Aaron, uh, the people of Korach, and when they rebelled against God. So the word be'at uh, soto clearly means to fight with or contend with, and that's, some, that's just some interesting uh, Hebrew grammar rules, wow. that it's whenever you have a, a dagesh in, in a letter, you very Ivrit, often... Ivrit, uh, yeah, lesson. it was a lesson in Ivrit. Okay, when you have a dagesh in a letter, it very often replaces a dropped letter. In this case, the word nun, the letter nun, okay? Puzzle Gimel. Elohim zenachtanu peratztanu anafta teshovevlanu. God, you have abandoned, uh, abandoned us. <coughs> you have um, broke us you have gotten angry, so please restore us. So, according to this pasuk, what does it seem like this is? This is a war about, this is not a, it means more about thanks, this is a means more of uh, the, the, distress. Yes, yes, sure, right? they are losing, they are under the, the pressure. Yeah, 
Now, I don't understand how they say, honestly, in the, in the introduction, that this is a mismore of gratitude. We'll see. Maybe we could, we could find it out. I think it's more of a mismore of distress. Okay. You made the land quake, like Ra'ash, and Pitsamta, you shattered the land. Please heal its broken pieces, Shivarim, or broken pieces. Refa from the word Rofe, you know, a refua. Yes. So please heal its broken pieces, Kimata, for it is stumbling, it is toppling, the land is toppling. Now, what does it mean? Does it mean that there was an earthquake in Israel? No. It's probably referring to an enemy army coming in. Which is very... And it, they're coming the noise, in the and, noise, the noise, the noise, and the noise, the trampling. Yeah, sure. The, 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 the damage they cause, the land is being, is being destroyed by them, okay? So you've caused the land to quake. Now, interestingly, who's causing the land to quake? Is it the enemy or is it Borei Olam? So here the Mizmor is very clear that you are causing the land to quake. That means you're allowing. And you're allowing, you're allowing, it. allowing exactly. You're allowing, wow. Um... You Pasuk, don't show your face and you're allowing yeah, them to come. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Pasuk 5. <coughs> you've shown your people harshness and you've given us poison wine to drink. The, the poison wine is actually a motif in Tanakh. You see the poison, the, the cup of poison... In some of the other uh, Nevi'im is used also as a good thing when it's fed to the other nations. Okay, so when the other nations are fed Tarela, I didn't look up where, but I know it is in, in other Nevi'im. Other nations are given the cup of, of poison to drink, right? So here, that's us. We are given the cup of poison you're to drink. You're so you're showing us harshness and you've given us the cup of poison to drink. Pasuk Vav. Natata lirecha nes lehitnoses. However, you have given, so here's the thing. Now here's where they came up with the idea that this Mizmor is a grateful Mizmor. This Pasuk, I'll translate it first and we'll say two possible, possible ways to translate it. Okay? You have given, however, you have given the people who fear you a banner to wave. Now, a banner to wave is a win. good thing. Yes, to win. To yeah, win. A winner. So now you're giving us the ability to win. Mipenek koshet sela. Koshet is actually an Aramaic word. It means kushta. It means truth. You know, for the name of your truth. So you've given us the ability to win for the name of your truth. So despite the fact that we had hard times, you that it was let, difficult to get you here. You still let us win because of still, your name. koshet sela. Like we see throughout many places in Chumash. That Hashem makes us win for the sake of His name. Sometimes yes, that's the yes, only yes, reason, yes, right? Yes, yes. It's the name of God, so it's not forgotten. He makes us win so that the name of God isn't disgraced. So that's one possibility. However, the other possibility... Now you turn it the other way. <laughs> ...would be, Hashem, why are we losing now? You used to give us... The banner. ...a banner to win. You used to give us a banner to win for the sake of the truth of your name. You were watching us. And, and you were watching us. And now, and now where is it? It was, and that, that also could be a very strong, it's, it's very possible that that is the true interpretation here because so far the Mismore was only negative. So for it to switch on a dime and become positive so quickly, it means you it's promise, a little bit difficult. You promised you're going to be with us, but right now, where are yeah, you? Yeah, where are you? That's it. So in, in, in the first interpretation, you're saying, how, oh, we had all these difficulties, but now you're giving us the ability to win, so thank you. In this interpretation, it's you used to give us a banner to wave, but we don't have any more banner. Where is, where is the God who used to save us for the sake of the truth of his name? 
Now there is a Rashi who has a more Midrashic interpretation on this pasuk, which is also nice. He says Nes is not a banner. He said Nes is like a trial. Nisayon. Nisayon is a, is a test. And he said that Borei Olam gives people who fear him, he gives them tests. Lehitnoses means to pass the test or to be tested. Sometimes to the people that Borei Olam loves, he gives tests just for the sake of testing them. And that's called in, in the Chazal, it's called Yisurim Shel Ahava. It's, it's difficulties out of love. love yes. Difficulties that are there for the person to grow from internally or for the person to prove their love of God. Right? So it's a beautiful thing. Whenever you see someone who's struggling with something, it's a nice thing to say, you know, it's Yisurim Shel Ahava. Uh, this, this, is, this, this is, you're a tzaddik. Borei Olam is not, you know, you, and you should always assume that. Borei Olam isn't punishing you. Borei Olam is, t- is testing you because he loves you. And you know what? It's difficult now. That's the only way you can It's difficult now, but you're going to grow from it. Right? Okay. Pasuk Zayin. Lemani halitsuni didecha hoshia yemincha va'aneni. So here's another pasuk that could be tr- interpreted in both ways. <laughs> so that your beloved ones will be saved. Yechalitsuni didecha. Hoshia yemincha va'aneni. Please deliver us with your right arm and answer me. Please, where Hashem, where are you? Are you? Oh, or it could that's... be, and in that past time when you gave us the banner to wave, you used to also save us with your right arm and you used to save us. Okay, so it could be interpreted in both ways. Elohim diber Okay, so he says, God once spoke in his holiness, he once spoke in his great, you know, in his greatness. I, I will be exalted. I'm going to divide Shechem and I'm going to measure out the valley of Sukkot, meaning what is David trying to say here? So according to the way we're understanding it now, it's Borei Olam, where are you? You, in your greatness, you, you once said, Shechem will be mine, meaning my people's, right? Shechem will be mine and I'm going to divide it up and I'm going to measure out the area of Sukkot for it will all be mine. But now we are in war at these places. And what's going on? We're losing. So what happened to your, your promise that you're going to take, you're going to have these places under your own dominion? And when you promise, the promise is... Uh, right. Now, another possibility... He, he has a lot of guts. Right. Now, <laughs> right. So another interpretation here is that this isn't actually Borei Olam talking. It's David Amelech talking. And yeah. he's saying like this. He's saying, Elohim diber bekocho, that God once spoke in his glory... And he promised me, David, that I will be the one to control Shechem and I will be the one to measure out Sukkot. Meaning, in the first interpretation, we said, we're saying that uh, David is saying, Borei Olam, you, don't you want these places to be your own places? In the second interpretation, David is saying, Borei Olam, didn't you promise me that I'm going to be the king of the land? And if I lose these wars, how will I be the king of the land? Okay? Pasuk Tet. Gilad is mine. Where is Gilad? Gilad is on the eastern side of the Jordan River. Ulmachir, it was given to Menashe. Ulmachir, Natati Yata Gilad. It's one of the first psukim of, of, I think, one of the Aliyot in Devanim. Okay? Gilad is mine. Beli Menashe. And Menashe is mine. Now, Menashe, we're going now a little bit further west because Menashe crosses between the eastern side of the Jordan. And the western side of the Jordan. The Ephraim Maoz Roshi. And Ephraim is the stronghold of my head because Ephraim is on the, the north. north. 
and it's the main territory representing the no- northern tribes. Yehuda is my scepter. and Yehuda is my scepter, my lawgiver. Yehuda is the place where I rule from. So this is either Borei Olam talking or David talking, but it's all wishful. It's saying, and it should be. This is the way it should that be. It should, that this is the way it should be. That I have control over all these places. Borei Olam, don't you want these places to be under in your dominion? Pasuk Yud. Moab, Sir, Rachzi. And you know what should be also the case? Moab <laughs> should be the place I wash my hands. Now this is, if you're washing your hands on another nation, it means that they're, they are serving you. They're, you know, it's, de- it's de- degrading. They're under our, our servitude. Right, exactly. They're under our servitude. Moab, Sir, Rachzi. Moab is my wash basin. Al Edom, Ashlich Na'ali. I'll kick, you know, whenever you're like uh, too lazy to, to remove your shoes, so you just flick it off. <laughs> Right, so I'm going to send my shoe, my sandal, uh, uh, to Edom. Alai peleshet hitroai, and uh, Philistine, like the Pelishtim, will be crying out because of me. Will be crushed because of me. Hitroai. What is that? I don't know. It could so be from the Shosh of I Tiruah. shout in triumph with them. With them. That means that. I will oh, I will be the one to yes, shout. That's yes, how they translated yes, it. Yes. Okay. So I will be shouting in triumph over victory over the Pelishtim, which also represents all of the enemies of Israel in this passage. Yes. Moab, Edom, Pelishtim, right? Those from all different sides. Correct. Who leads me to besiege a city, right? The protected city, the fortified city. Who other than you, Bore Olam, can possibly lead me to go to war against a, a fortified city? Who guides me to Edom? Who takes me to Edom? Is it not you, God, the God who have abandoned us? And you, God, are not going forth with our armies? Saying, who else do I have to rely yeah, this, on? This, this actually certifies what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. More, 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 it's more, of, more, a, it's yes. a, it's more of a crying out yes. means more than a yes. thankful means. Yes. I don't know how they, they, they assume this thing, I'll read it for you in the Quran thing. A song of praise and thanksgiving. I don't know. I don't see it like that. Okay. Um, let's see the, end of it. Let's see the <coughs> final. You mean the final part? Right. I'm not sure. So you, God, you have abandoned us, and you're not even coming out with our armies. Who else do I have to rely on other than you? Havalanu Izrat Mitzar. Where do we see that pasuk? Havalanu Izrat Mitzar. It's in the Silichot, actually. See, the the people that, that compose these Tefilot, they know everything. They pick half a pasuk. From the end of the 60th chapter in Tehillim, and we don't even realize that's what they're taking it from. I'm always struck by it. <laughs> Ran, random psukim all over the place in bits and pieces, not even like the full pasuk. They'll take like three words out of a pasuk somewhere in like the 94th chapter of Tehillim. And, be, you know, and, then, and we just think it's some, some guy who wrote it. Okay. See, in, that, in, that, uh, in, the, in the Siddiqot, it's... Yes. Now the Yad Adonai Tiksar is from it's another pasuk in the Torah. Yeah, they put it together. They, they put it together. Now you have to appreciate these things. God, give us help against our foe. Because it's wasteful, it's pointless to try to be saved by man. I can only be saved by you, Hashem. I only trust in you. I only trust in you. With God... We can triumph. And he will trample our foes. I think that's the end of the Maybe movie. this is the end. This, this ending maybe right, makes, maybe the ending makes it a little bit better. More, 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 more
Right. But it's a, fa- it's, a, it's a fascinating mizmor because it's, it's one of the mizmorim that I, if you interpret it the way we have interpreted it, it's one of the more distraught, distressed mizmorim. But because you also now brought the, the, the timing that this was yeah. written. Which... Yeah, but the, that war was actually a huge win for David Amalek's kingdom. Meaning ultimately they won that yes, war. Yes, yes, so yes. maybe the mizmor worked. God answered the tefillah. <laughs> okay, but uh, from today, I, I really like that Rashi. That you give, you gave, you give your the ones who fear you difficulties to test them. It's not the peshat, but it's a beautiful midrash. Okay, and you also learn a little bit of Ivrit today, a little bit of Thank Hebrew you. Grammar. Yes. Okay. Baruch <laughs> Amen. Amen. Amen.